We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Hi, this is Dan Aykroyd. He's progressive. He's beautiful. He's thoughtful. He's intelligent. He's powerful. He's positive. He is Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Empowering listeners from the U.S. to the U.K. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. Hey, what's up? My name's Grant Kenoki. I'm a singer, songwriter, producer, and artist, and you're listening to Power 98.5. Stephen Cuoco. At what point did you realize when you started looking into public relations, started looking into casting, you know what, Stephen? I'm pretty damn good at this. I think we should <laughs> I think we should, uh, we should. keep following this path. It really is effortless, Donovan. I mean, it's it would be the same of how you do your show. When you bring your all to the table with great intentions and no expectations, it just makes life fun and it makes the career of choice fun. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we got to get Daniel on. Hold on. I don't know. Keep the music playing. Yeah. You guys did a great job. But we're not going to bypass that promo video. Let's take a listen. What's up, family? Daniel DeShazer, Team USA National Team Member Wrestler and Olympic hopeful. Make sure you tune into to my live radio interview with Steve Cuoco on Power 98.5. Let's win. Now we're ready. <laughs> oh yeah that was a great great video by daniel love him daniel DeShazer, 2020 usa national team member and olympic hopeful <clears throat> two-time ncaa champion and four-time all-american three-time high school state champ out of wichita kansas and currently training with the gopher wrestler club in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Sounds cold, but what Daniel's doing, Mr. AK Dap, he's burning things up. He's making it feel like summer all year long. Gotta love it. Uh, today, Daniel DeShazer, you already know it. You heard him. Uh, great video. We've got it on the TikTok. We've got it on my public relations Instagram page, United Angels Dream. It is on Pinterest where I just broke um, or just reached 7.2 thousand followers. And my monthly listener, we're going to go to it right now. Let's check it out. My monthly listeners. I was at 2 million. This is with no advertising or promotion or nothing. 747,000 monthly views. Doesn't mean I'm telling you guys to go to Pinterest. I told you guys before, no juicy fruiting, no TikToking, no OnlyFans. That's not what Pinterest is made for. It's made for people like Dan and Daniel and myself. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've built this naturally, organically or since, I don't know, however, last 10 years or so. But yeah, they're loving it. Uh, and they're loving Daniel. Like I said, 2020 USA national team member and Olympic hopeful. There's going to be a lot of good questions, a lot of uh, inside, inside the world of Daniel. And I found him from a mutual friend. 
heard about him, found out about him from Bruno. He was on Bruno's podcast. I'm like, yeah, we've got to get Daniel on. I just interviewed Gina Pekka from Netflix Pressure Cooker. Uh, that's available now on all podcast platforms. And then we've got my good friend for a second interview with me, Olympic gold medalist, Ryan Murphy. He's going to be on Monday, January 20th, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. What else? Yeah, Justin Love, recent music video, uh, recent interview. Music drop live of his No Friends. That was on February 14th, the uh, Valentine's Day special. That interview is available now on all podcasts. Uh, platforms, Amazon Music, Amazon Audible, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We will be re-airing that episode on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Whether you're listening to us on the iOS or Android app, Alexa, MyTuner, Streama, Streamitter, Live FM Radio, or Power985.com. We are your premier destination for all things news, music, sports, entertainment, what's trending, and all about the public, all about incredible people, just like Daniel DeShazer, who we are having today. Very grateful to have him with us today on Live on Air with Stephen Cuoco. Check out the schedule on Power 98.5. With all the shows that you love most, Resilient You with Alicia Pozzoni, Catherine and Company with Ms. Catherine Swain, as well as mine, Live on Air with Stephen Cuoco. And we're going to be including some exclusive DJ tracks, live DJ performances for this summer. Uh, so stay tuned for that. I don't think there's anything else that we need to cover. Uh, we're going to go right to it. Daniel, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good afternoon. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. It's it's an honor to have you. Thank God uh, was able to find you. You were on Bruno's recent podcast show. You did exceptionally well. The video was out. The video clips, the interview. What's been happening since then? Um, not too much, to be honest. Uh, lots of traveling, lots of uh, training, and uh, you know, just always working on myself, trying to get things to the next level. So, I actually just got back from uh, Croatia. I was out there on a uh, wrestling tournament. Spent a few days there. Spent a few days in Paris by myself, just kind of enjoying life a little bit. And then, uh, finally made it back to the states and. Went out to Chicago for a few days to train out there with some new friends and build some connections out there. And then now I'm finally back in Minneapolis. So it's been good. It's a lot of traveling. Um, yeah, that's my life right now. I know the common or most often question would be, what's the weather? But I'm not going to ask that. Uh, a lot's changed. A lot's changed uh, within uh, the amount of time, you know, within the last couple years. And you know, even when you're traveling and doing what you're doing, what does it mean to be home in Minneapolis? Uh, it means a lot, man. So, just like you say, you know, the weather is kind of crazy, but it's actually not as bad right now. So it's kind of, you know, we're getting to enjoy the sun a little bit, but. It means everything just to be back home, you know. I mean, you you start you live this life so you can travel and compete at a high level. So once you get to be able to be back home, it's just kind of relaxing and relief, and you know, actually laying in your own bed for once. So it's it's kind of a blessing. I watched a video a while back. Uh, this was you. This was on June first of twenty twenty one. 
high impact performance. Uh, Daniel DeShazer, Go for Wrestling Club, RTC versus Seth Gross, Sunkiss Kids Wrestling. To really know what you're about and who you're about, you've got right. to see your performance, got to see you in action. And I mean, I'm watching a clip right now, and it's it's powerful because you are a mighty giant in a very <laughs> in a very compact body. Definitely. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> Tell us how did you get this? Because it's like it really is. It reminds me of uh, um, uh, that biblical story of. Uh, wasn't it, it, it? Oh my God! I can't believe this. My family, my family, like Stephen. Like, wasn't it Daniel and Goliath or, or the giant? What was that? It, you remind me of the the kid that slung that rock and knocked down a giant. Oh. Well, hopefully, we get to knock down some more giants moving soon. <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm talking about? Like, what is your mindset when you when you get in here and and you've you've got to stay within the lines and and within the center. What does it mean to be in that world, in that moment right now? What goes through your head? What are you thinking about? Man, wrestling's, wrestling is a sport of its own, man. There's nothing like it, especially like when you watch a match like that. So even that match that you did watch. So that was actually the match to to go um, to compete against like the best guys in the world. So I win that match. I'm uh, one step closer to making the world team. And, uh, man, it was a lot of back and forth, as you can see. So we were slinging it. We we're going at it. But, like I say, wrestling is different, man. You have a lot of things going through your mind at that moment. You know, sometimes you get taken down or you give up some points. And, you know, you got to bounce back real quick. And I think that's what kind of makes wrestling such a great sport is not only do you learn how to deal with adversity and overcome battles, but you got to do it at a real fast pace. Like you got to be able to shake things off and bounce back within five seconds sometime and, you know, be willing to do what it takes to bounce back and, and get your points back. So wrestling is just, it's a great sport, man. And, and battles like that and deep moments, you know, there's so much on the line, you know, you work so hard your whole life for those moments and to come up short, you know, it, it, it hurts your heart, but, it also is it's very motivating just to know that you're that close and you know you're inching closer and closer to your dreams and you know it's it's a lot to go into it you know physical battles the mental battles i mean your mind's telling you a lot of negative things negative thoughts you know you got to kind of cancel those things out and you got to kind of take over your mind and, and deep battle in, in the toughest moment of all so it, it's a, it's a lot that goes into it man but you know, this is what we're what we're built for. And, you know, things like that, it gives you something to always go back and work on when it's time to go back into the practice room and when you're working on your mental space. So it's a lot. <laughs> it moves. You move quick. Like, this is fast. And, and the points, like, when, when you're in there, you're competing, it's incredible how you can have, let's say, five – the other person has eight and then you're bouncing back and now you could end up with nine or 10. It's a ex extremely strategic uh, competition uh, sport. 
uh, Very. what you have to go through, even through breath, how do you breathe through this type of competition? <laughs> Man, it, it's tough. Like I say, a, a lot of it is mental. So, you know, your brain is telling you, man, I'm tired. But you got to tell your brain you're not, you know, like you training, you compete every day in practice, you wrestle, you know, a regular match is six minutes. But, you know, some days in practice, you'll wrestle 10, 15, 20 minutes straight. So, you know, you're not actually tired. It's just your mind, you know, and, you know, the anxiety and all of those things that you're battling. But, you know, like you say, um, how do you deal with those things? You know, once one time you're down by three, now you're up by one point. Man, it's it's a lot of mental changes going between both guys' heads. You know, you lose a little bit of confidence. And sometimes once you lose that confidence, you never get it back in the match. So that's why you got to kind of be able to throw things away and pick back up where you are and keep on rolling, man. It's, it's a tough sport, but it's what you signed up for. So when it's time to time to show up and show out, you got to put your foot on the line. Do you ever get a Charlie horse or, or cramp up at all? Like what happens if that were to happen? I personally don't. Some some other guys do. Um, you know, lack of nutrition, lack of water and, you know, electrolytes within your body. But if that happens, majority in the match, you know, they'll give you like a little injury timeout. So you'll take like a minute or two break, depends on however long that goes. And then you got to kind of get back up and keep rolling. Do you keep your conditioning like this, this primo all year long? Or do you just like, hey, I don't mind a, a, a little bit of jiggle here, a little bit of jiggle there? Or do you just keep it tight like 365 days? Hey, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> hey, you you got to stay ready at all times. So uh, majority of the year, yeah, I'll, I'm – I'm pretty much, you know, a, a week or two away from a good training cycle ready to compete. So I'm always within that range. I know, you know, if I get a good week or two of training in that I'm ready to go. So for the majority of the year, we're always training at least four days a week. and You know, we're staying ready to go. We're going to get a little bit of a feel of what it's like to hear your match and to feel your match. We're going to play okay. uh, from one of your competitions. And in this one, you, you won. So let's go ahead and play it. With this one, Daniel, this is the one. This is the one from the TMWC. Uh, uh, TMWC versus Daniel DeShazer. You've got 10. Uh, S. Latona has got zero. In, in oh, okay, this okay. video, this is where you were like really holding him down. He was down. You're using all of your strength that looked like a lot of upper body was put into this, possibly lower body of, of how you were standing, if you remember that match. What's incredible is when... When watching you, when watching these sort of competitions, not only do you guys move quick like lightning, it's almost like you are in a constant mode of a GPS. Your brain is trying to always calculate and recalculate in what direction you're going to go, where your body needs to be, how to potentially maneuver and plan your bodily positions 
Because you just never know because you're relying on your own, as you said, mental, but also gut instinct because your opponent can derail, (laughs) you know, the trajectory of the direction of where you're going to go or where you could end up on that mat. And there really is no definitive um, idea as to in what direction you're going to end up. Tough. Um, it's tough. Yeah, that match, that was actually uh, at our national tournament. So that was one of the matches that took care of business. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's uh, honestly, it's like a high level chess match. Just sometimes you got to knock the board over and say, forget everything, go get it. But um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot going on. It's a lot going on. Like you said, you know, your opponent's trying to do his thing as well as you're trying to do your thing. And sometimes it's just instincts and, and reactions and whoever strikes first. So it's it's a lot that goes into it, man. It's like I say, high level chess match. Sometimes you just don't want to play the game and you just take over the board. Mm, I like that. For those who don't know you inside the mat or on the mat, inside the mat, outside of the world of wrestling, who is Daniel DeShazer? Hungry guy, motivated. Family is very important to me. Um, I'm real ambitious, so whatever I set my mind to, whatever my goals are, I'm a guy that kind of likes to go get them. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Other than that, I just you know love to have fun, enjoy life, and you know travel the world. I'm working on a project right now. Uh, it's with Golden Road Brewery. And uh, the the face of, uh, you know, the partnership that's being had uh, with the project Swim Uphill, uh, teaching 5,000 people how to swim. And uh, oh, Jamal wow. Hill is extraordinary. He's a, a bronze medalist. He uh, obtained 16 American, uh, he's a 16 American record holder for this year um, in the Paralympics of swimming. And it's a conversation that's being had about the relationship that people have with water and why I'm very happy to have this, this question in this conversation with you. And you're the first one I'm having it with is that most people, when we think about swimming and water and that, you know, when we're in our mother's womb, you know, water is life. Water is everything. It's the, it's the, First, the middle and the last thing of what sustains our entire body into keeping it in homeostasis. My and and in this project, you know, it's going for um, you know better understanding and finding out information from people from all walks of life, different religions, you know, uh, ec- different economical backgrounds as to you know why do you love swimming. Why do you love the water? Have you ever thought about becoming a professional athlete in the Olympics or Paralympics in the world of swimming? There are so many questions that can be had. And what I feel for you, for someone like you as a young professional man, a young professional man of color, not knowing too much about your background, um, you know, in, in certain areas and demographics, but coming from you, from, you know, you yourself, Daniel, 
what is the relationship that you have with water? Has swimming ever been an issue for you? And do you enjoy swimming? <laughs> have you ever threw a rock in the water before? Uh, yeah. That's me. I cannot float to save my life. Is, is there a reason why that you can't do that? Or you feel that you can't float, that you're a rock in the water? <laughs> uh, I think that's part of it. But uh, back to the question, yeah, I, I cannot swim. Um, I, I think I can doggy paddle a little bit. I might be able to save myself, but it ain't going to last for too long. But um, it, it's it's a tough thing for me. Um, honestly, growing up as a kid, we never really went swimming much. So I think that that's part of it. I think a lot of everything that that I know right now in my life pretty much came from my early, early years as a child. And I think that was one of the things that I never really got involved in. And I think that that's a lot of other people within our culture. I don't think we really swim much as a little kid and our parents don't get us in personal lessons as, as children as well. So I think that's where we lack it. And then, you know, it, it's hard to kind of get over a fear once you get about 10 to 15 years old. So well, Would you like to learn how to swim, how to float, how to get into that water? Because that's kind of like uh, the same thing that Terry Crews has gone through or what he went through before he learned how to swim. But he still can't float. He said that he still has a problem floating. No, I, I'm definitely interested. Interested. I've uh, I've tried I tried a little bit, but never consistently on a consistent basis. Gave it like a, you know, my hundred percent really bought into it but it's definitely something on my bucket list you know everyone should know how to swim why do you say that I mean, you never know you can end up in some random water one day you be careful. <laughs> you do. yeah i still <laughs> get scared when i'm in a plane going over water i'm like can we speed it up a little bit <laughs> see exactly you don't know what's going on and then even that like i hang out with my boys on the lake sometime you know i'm in minnesota land of the lake so we're out there fishing sometime. We're on jet skis. And it's like, oh, man, if something was to really happen, someone would have to come and save me. I, I got to ask you, does it, does fear go through your body when you're on that water, when you're out there, when you're fishing? I, I, answer if you're comfortable. It, 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 is, it is really, I believe, an epidemic, and most people don't talk about it. Being in your position... And, and feeling like a rock in water, what goes through your head when you are in water, near water, or your feet are about to touch it? Honestly, Daniel. Uh, I mean, I'm not afraid to jump in there, but it, it kind of depends on who I'm around as well. Like, I know if I'm going out in that water, I better be with someone that I trust and someone that knows that I can't swim, you know. So make sure I'm surrounding myself with the right people. But, I mean, if I was to end up in that water... Uh, I better find my way out. <laughs> so with that being said, if you can learn how to swim and feel absolutely empowered and even to be taught by a, a, a Paralympic swimmer like Jamal Hill and uh, someone who is, who, who understands who's from, um, you know, California who, you know, comes from an area where there were no resources or pools or anything for, for people of color. 
um, and, and this is a problem for all communities, even a Latino community and such, would you strongly consider, you know, somehow being part of the program and getting involved in, in learning for yourself and helping to say to your other fellow wrestler, wrestlers and, and other people in the, the community, this is something no, that is definitely will. Yeah. Go ahead. yeah, definitely will. It's amazing. I've always, I've always had a uh, respect for swimmers as well. Cause swimming and wrestling is it's one sport. I mean, two sports where no matter size, shape, whatever, anyone can do it. So like you're saying, this is a Paralympic that we're talking about. Like, like that's a blessing within itself. Like he could have gave up so many years ago and, you know, just, just doubted himself and all of that. And we have a lot of guys that's in a similar situation in the wrestling world. And it's like, man, there's guys with no legs winning national championships in college at the highest level in wrestling. And it's like, man, there's so many odds that was against this kid. And not only is he doing the sport, but he's a national champion within the sport. And then now you got the same exact thing in swimming. So it's definitely a blessing. I would definitely be willing to be involved and definitely willing to actually learn for once. So I definitely want to set you up with that. Seriously. Yeah, that'd be lovely. We just had a team meeting this morning. I was, it was eight o'clock and Jamal called and, uh, and, and I went to bed early last night. Sometimes I go to bed early just to recoup and, uh, I get a phone call from Jamal and, um, I'm like, okay, we got a team meeting. All right, well, let's do it. So I wasn't even out of bed yet. And it was a really, really great conversation. So as you know, Rory was sharing and Jamal was sharing. And after I, you know, took my night guard out and brushed my teeth and everything and got awake as much as possible, it was exceptional. And when I had taken a shower, all of the best ideas, uh, especially through prayer, come from when I'm in a shower. And it could be from the um, negative ions of the water. And it, it is true. I will say that showers work very, very well. And the, being in water, the, the power of water and, and the scientific facts of what negative ions and, and certain things can do, um, you know, when we drink it or shower or in the embodiment of water, of the scientific and emotional mental health of it is monumental. It's, it's incredible. With that being said, I, um, I said a prayer and I, I let the, the gentleman know, like, I'm going to go ahead and have this conversation with you. I thought if there's anyone that I could start having this sort of dialogue with, I'm going to have it with a Team USA who I consider, you know, you are a champion. You're a two-time NCAA champion. You're a four-time oh, yeah. All-American. And you're also a man a professional man that's of color. And I can tell you that it is known that, you know, even as, you know, actor Terry Cruz had shared better resources, trust, equipment, and the ability to do something that can save your life, but also that provides enjoyment. I mean, even to take a bath, you know, there are people out there that will not take baths because they have a fear of water. No, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Or to be in a boat and fish and know, hey, Daniel's safe. 
if Daniel chooses to go in, if Daniel or one of his friends wants to rock the boat and be like, hey, water, here I am and here I come. I may go in like a rock, but I'm going to come back floating up like a feather. All right, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Or, or like a life jacket, okay? Like a life jacket. That's powerful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I'm definitely going to uh, sort out how to get you involved, how to get you included. And you are here. Um, anytime you would like to be home with us on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio, it is a great honor to know you. It's a great honor to build a friendship with you. And I, Oh, yeah, most definitely. I'm looking forward to attending one of your live matches. Speaking of that, what, what do we have to look forward to in 2023? Any live uh, competitions happening? Yep, yep. So that's crazy you say that. So our next one will actually be um, will be actually be in Las Vegas. That's our national tournament. So going through our national tournament, I think that'll be the last week of April, um, April twenty eighth, twenty ninth that weekend. Um, yeah, that qualifies us for trials. So top seven guys from there goes to trials, and then the top guy at trials, he um, he'll most likely be the guy. So. Um, yeah, that's our, that's our next process. That's our tournament kind of rounding up, rounding out our year. And then after that, we'll, uh, just get ready for the world championships in August, August slash September. So that's pretty much our year and kind of in a nutshell. You've got, we've got to hook up. We've got to get together. We've got to get some good photos. I would love to find out more information, whether it's to get a media pass or if you're able to to put me on a list and to attend that. Do you have a location? Is it going to be in one of the casinos? Is it going to be outside of the, co what is it, the strip? Um, I can't think of the name right now. I think it's uh, one of the point. What's It's something over there. Okay. Um. It's within a casino slash hotel. All right. I want to I want to say High Point, but I know it's not High Point. Um, I should know it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's not Dana Point, it, is it? It's one of them. No, it's not that. You'll sort yeah. it out. We'll we'll get the information yeah, yeah, yeah. out there. I'll figure it out. They had the draft there last year. Okay. I can't remember Century Point. I don't know what it is. Some one of those. Okay. But yeah, we'll be in Vegas for sure. What about you? You can swim. I, I can. I um Okay, nice. I will say that I did teach myself. I, I have always been defiant in a way that when I want to learn something, even when my mom taught me how to ride a bike in a church parking lot, because we live next right next or near a church. I'm extremely stubborn that I don't mind having the help. I like to push myself and to see what I can do having support but support at a distance there you go <laughs> i know what you mean uh, i will say that due to a incident that had happened when i was younger uh, i did have issues with water and i was actually one of those ones that i would not allow the bathtub water to fill up all the way to my neck like I, it would have to be like maybe to my chest. And it w it was due to a traumatic experience of my stepfather being in a drunken alcoholic moment. And he thought it would be funny to try to drown me. And oh, wow. that didn't scar me. What happened was, is I 
unfortunately learned what it meant to be disempowered in water and not in control. I, I've uh, reclaimed a lot in my life. Uh, one thing that I will say is the idea of going in water that I cannot see through. I don't like to do it because I, you know, is, are there leeches? Are there moccasin, water moccasins, just snakes? What's in it? I'm not into, and I don't believe that that has to do with the trauma of water. I just don't like to go into murky or disgusting, unclear water. I will say that I feel and believe the residue from that experience is I will not go into pools that I cannot touch the bottom. I will not go into water where I cannot feel the bottom. And even if I were to go into the ocean, I may go just a little bit out where I can like bounce down and, and, and touch with my toes, the bottom, yeah, yeah, yeah. you will not find me uh, in any form of water or even in a pool where I cannot easily float down and touch the ground. Oh man, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Have you tried to get over that? How do you get over that? I have. I'm looking forward to potentially working with Jamal. Like I've done hypnotherapy. I've done uh, past life regression. I've done aroma and color therapy. I've done a lot of things to resolve that. And I believe that it's not only potentially from the trauma. I believe it's just the fear of not being in control to feel safe knowing that I'm in a safe environment. That's, you know, having a background working in mental health, I've done a lot of self-analyzing and I truly believe that I'm still even, I'm going to be 49 in April. I still don't feel completely safe in this world for a lot of reasons. And I grew up during a generation and a time where it was very, very difficult to be me when I either had the church or religious people or, to, or or communities or peers who felt that I needed to be something else in order to fit perfectly into society. And growing up as an Italian, Sicilian, Puerto Rican, Brazilian, second generation biracial, even though I was adopted by a German family, but a biracial uh, kid in the 70s and 80s and who was not completely masculine and didn't know how to be masculine and did not have a really really good male role model to help teach me of what it means to be masculine or a male it was fucking difficult and so a lot of I labels believe. yeah a lot of labels a lot of judgment a lot of ridicule a lot of blame and a lot of projection to to have me believe that I should be ashamed to be who I am and I fought through that I don't believe I still have to fight through it but I do believe that we as people of color people that who are not 100% Caucasian uh, there are things that we still deal with and I will say that Part of me, you know, just like the whole situation with Don Lemon from CNN, and I'm and I'm thinking to myself, I don't know if you heard about that, but I'm thinking to myself, here is uh, a man that's black and gay, and it's being reported in the news about how verbally assaultive he assaulted 
a white woman, a woman that's white, a woman and a woman that's white. And I'm thinking to myself, man, <laughs> CNN's going to have a lot to clean up because that's incredible and amazing that a man that's black can have, you know, a, you know, at one time he doesn't have it anymore, but having had his own show and a lead role being a, an anchor and then also being gay. That's, right. you know, I work in an industry where I was always told that gay doesn't sell. And if you're perceived to be of the LGBT community, you got to keep it hush hush. Now, even though things are changing and, and, you know, I, I know I'm, I, I feel comfortable just sharing deeply with you. There is a lot more that needs to change a lot more, not only with people needing to learn how to swim because there are people that come from different cultures. I can tell you, you know, coming from, and being raised the Italian Sicilian way, the idea of being an Olympic swimmer or an Olympic athlete was not in the cards. Um, right. You know, and, and there wasn't an encouragement that I could be someone of value in a world of Olympics or swimming or anything like that. So I found my own way. And uh, with the help of my parents and my my family and though and, and my parents who adopted me, it really helped me to learn how to be a kid, even though I didn't know how to, because uh, I had to grow up so fast, but also at the same time to find my way. And with that being said, I hope that helps you. And just to let you know that uh, you're not alone, whatever you had faced in your life uh, through judgment or ridicule or stigma or stereotypes, I understand it. And I may not understand it completely because I'm not, I'm not black, but I understand it completely of what it means to be biracial and, and my Latino community, we go through it ourselves because unfortunately, you know, when we think about Latinos, they think, well, they're only to have a broom and dustpan in their hand. They're to be cleaners and subservitudes, you know, so, and then when you think of the LGBT community, a lot has changed. Uh, your generation is changing a lot. I'm very grateful to live in a world where your generation exists and great, great people and a person like you, Daniel, is what's going to make a huge difference. So a big call out to every millennial, to every Gen Z, to every young person out there, please, including you, Daniel, please continue to live in your truth, by your truth, and do not allow anyone to limit you or to hijack your humanity and your sanity in order to be a robot for someone else no man that's that's awesome that's um that's what it's all about man who cares what everybody else thinks or whatever you know whatever makes you happy makes you happy you know i think you should always pursue what you believe in and and to go attack whatever you want to attack so you know, I've been defeating the odds since I was a little kid. I've always been the smallest guy. I've always been the shortest. I've always obviously been a, a, a man of color. So I've been defeating the odds since birth, man. I was born two pounds. So you can't tell me, no, if I want something, I'm going to go get it. So it sounds like you've, you've been through a little bit of the same, man, and you're going to keep going through it. So like I say, who cares what others think, man? Keep Keep doing your thing, so. I will. And we're going to continue to be a team and to remind other people to do the same. Oh, yeah. Always, man. Mm -hmm. Always. Who would you like to what's give a shout? What's that? Uh, I was just going to ask what's next for you. What's next for me? Well, it's this awesome project, uh, having this wonderful opportunity working with Jamal and, and Golden Road Brewery. 
to be able to help people and to get the message out there. And there's a documentary that's going to be filmed on this project. You could potentially be included. I would love to offer the suggestion to include you and, and to see what we can do. And uh, oh, doing what I love most in a world of public relations and media and to, to help be that exceptional representative for people that need and deserve the type of support system in the type of world that we live in. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Who would you like to give a shout out to? And thank you for the question. Oh, yeah, no problem, man. I'll just... Uh... Give a shout out to my family for sure. First and foremost, man, without them, you know, none of this would be possible. You know, they stuck by my side since I was knee high. So, you know, special shout out to them. They've always been there to support me. Um, all my boys, all my friends who also been a support system for me. The Gopher Wrestling Club, you know, they support me financially and allow me to continue to train and pursue my dreams. And then, you know, everyone else out there who supports me, who, you know, there's a lot of guys who I don't even know about or don't even see on the day to day. So special shout out to them, especially if they're listening and all of that. So everyone basically is out there supporting me. And yeah, man, special shout out to you as well. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Anytime. And we're here looking forward to getting more information for your upcoming April event. That's in my birthday month. There we go. There we go. And always to have you on. We can have you on before. Uh, maybe you would want to be on, come back on the show after your uh, soon to be another legendary competition where we know you're going to win. I'm not, I'm not putting a lot of weight on you, but it's like, <laughs> we know what you're capable of. I just watched it. I watched several of your competitions online. I know what you can do. So be that Daniel amongst taking down that Goliath or is it David and Goliath? No, I'm going to say it, David and Goliath, but we're going to have it Daniel and Goliath. <laughs> there we go. I like that better. <laughs> I like that better too. There um, we go. This is awesome. This is exciting. This is why I'm here. This is what I do. This is why I love most. And what's most importantly is look what we found out. We found out that you do love water, that you enjoy water, you enjoy being out in water, and now it's positioning you to where you have a great relationship with water and to get you set up and to have you be part of this project. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, to helping you every way that I can, because I know, as you know, I know what it's like to, to not be, um, fulfilled to feel absolutely safe when it comes to water. And with this mission and what sharing it with you is why I'm here for this mission and for this this project and and with jamal and golden road brewery because i have my own personal experiences of what i had to do to overcome fear not because of certain circumstances that were out of my control but from somebody who tried to destroy me by using water against me and that that still to this day, I'm, I'm in much better place, but I will say it had taken several decades to, um, to be where I once was with my relationship with water. There you go. That's awesome, man. That's a good thing you guys got going on. Thank you. Thank you again, Daniel, for being with us today. Is there anything else you want to close out Where What's the best uh, social to reach you on? Cause everyone's on different social media now. Oh, yeah. 
Um, Instagram is probably the best. You can reach me at dapgold on Instagram, TikTok, all those good stuff. Uh, D-A-P-G-O-L-D, dapgold on Instagram or TikTok. That's probably the best way to get to me. Other than that, just continue following my journey and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll bring home Olympic gold and, you know, world championships coming these next two years. So other than that, man, yeah, just stay tuned and keep watching. And big sponsorships, too. I'd love to see you on some big billboards, New York, L.A., Chicago. I'd love to see it, too. Rather it's fitness, wrestling, fashion, whatever it is, I'm for it. Those are things that I'm interested in, so I'm ready to do it. That's right. Or even film or TV. Come on now. Film, TV. I'm a plant-based athlete. A lot of people don't know that. So whatever we got to do. Plant, plant-based. How long have you been plant-based? Uh, I'm about three and a half years. Ooh, now you've got to tell me, how did you make the transition? <laughs> uh, so, you know, we wrestle, so it's, you know, your diet is very, very valuable. So I was always eating clean anyway, so... Like, I'm a smoothie guy, so I'm always smoothies, you know. I'm always eating, you know, rice and chicken at first, you know, a lot of lean white meat. And then, you know, I had a few friends that was kind of doing it. And they were, it was kind of a challenge. They didn't think that I could do it. And at the same time, I was kind of sneaking and already kind of creeping toward it a little bit, but I just never told them. So once I just cut out the meat, pretty much, I mean, the only thing I really – was eating was chicken and fish anyway. And then I'd only have like red meat, maybe like once a week, once every two weeks. And then just one day I just woke up and was like, man, let's try this thing. And I just went all in. And once I started, I started seeing a lot of perks and a lot of benefits. You know, my recovery time throughout my workout was, it was good. Um, I wasn't crashing throughout the day. And I just kind of had a lot of different energy. And then I kind of started feeling a little bit faster when I was wrestling. So it was great. Once I kind of, you know, found those things, it kind of just kind of just stuck. I mean, you can't, can't fight the body what the body tells you. Is it highly expensive to go plant-based? Uh, I wouldn't say so. I mean, you're at home, you're, you're cooking vegetables, you're, you know, you buy a little protein shake but i don't i don't think it'd be any more expensive than a normal diet because as you know like i know that meat you know buying the meat from the market that stuff's a lot of money as well so i mean you're cutting out some money so you're saving a little bit but there's going to be some other things that you also buy that you probably wouldn't have bought before so i think it's about the same to be honest do you have a go-to recipe book? Do you go online? Are you finding recipes on Pinterest? Are you uh, working with a nutritionist or dietitian? Um, the USA team, they usually help me out a little bit. So they we have, you know, some dietitians there. We have, you know, fitness trainers and stuff. So they usually, they'll work with us when it comes to nutrition and, you know, just putting together the right plan. But other than that, you know, I have a, um, a fitness background as well, a kinesiology degree. So just, you know, always finding out ways to kind of up my game as an athlete. So, you know, researching and doing those things is, it's kind of, you know, a, a good thing for me anyways, you know, always trying to seek and find ways to get better. So that's one of the ways. So I'm always researching and figuring out those things. Consider videos or uh, Instagram posts or TikTok or something and include that like, 
include your expertise and your degree and what you've learned and what you're learning in addition, because that all coincides with you being a professional athlete. Yeah. One of my friends has been telling me I've been dragging my feet a little bit when it comes to that type stuff. I'm going to tell you, I would, I would, you're definitely right. I would go to your channel just to, just to find out because of trusting you, because you know, best you're the expertise. You are a professional two-time NCAA champion champion and a four-time All-American. I would want to go to you first and your Instagram, your pages, your videos to see what you're sharing because you're the embodiment of excellence and performance than to just Google what to eat at in no, a plant-based sure. diet. Yeah. So I it's a, take this as a confirmation that we need you. I would like to have someone like you to go to than having to Google other people's opinions, not knowing what they're doing behind the scenes, not having a type of performance and track record that you have, and not really knowing whether they're just taking information that someone else already posted or published, and they're just mixing it up a little bit for whatever reason. I want from a source, a source that has proven facts. That's awesome. No, I, I definitely appreciate that. I've been working on a few, some things on the side. So, you know, I got some videos pretty soon is going to drop. So it'll kind of give you a little bit more insight behind the scenes for me. I feel like I don't let people into my life very much, but I'm at that point now where I feel like it's time. So definitely working on that. And that some of those things will be included within that. So that'd be good. I'll be one of your top five that will be there checking in to get insight because it's something I, and I've tried it. Um, I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not as stakey. I eat to my blood type. That's what I learned is I eat to my blood type and I am mainly fish and vegetables and, and areas like that. Um, high protein. I can do carbs. I burn it off fast. Other than that, I'm not into eating heavy steaks and, and meats and high fatty things greasy things. It's not, you know, bacon and all that. That's not something that my body even likes. It's even, I could potentially eat it once and I could feel like shit afterwards a little bit or a little bit sluggish. I'm better yeah, off yeah. just doing what my dietitian told me. And once I started eating to my blood type, understanding how my body responds to food, getting allergy tests done getting, you know, blood work done to find out what really works well for me inside to outside. That's where I get my best interest uh, for my relationship with food. And then also what really works is intermittent fasting. At my age, it is the best. I love oh, yeah, intermittent it's fasting. It is amazing. It's good. Do you Keep do it you at all? Too. I do. Yeah, I do. Um, I kind of, that was something I picked up during COVID. So we were on lockdown. I kind of picked that up. So instead of, you know, waking up every morning, just going right to the kitchen, you know, I used that window from eight o'clock at night to about noon the next day to kind of just be myself and, you know, use that fasting period and, you know, pick up a book or learn or something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I definitely do that as well. It's very beneficial. I feel like it's it's weird that you're not consuming calories or anything, but you have more energy after it's it's very odd. But 
it works, man. It works. The studies is out there. It does. It really does. Thank you again, Daniel, for being with us today. It's an honor and continue to be with us here on Power 98.5. Share your stories, share your insights. And we can even do a segment on food tips uh, for being <laughs> for being plant-based. I, I'm serious. It's, it's something to, to come from someone like you. We need it, especially in the world that we're in of how everything is just you it's so hard to find anything that's doesn't have a ton of sugar in it added sugars god he knows what and coming from new jersey the the garden state you know my my family you know they had farms of produce vegetables corns all of that i understand what healthy nutrition means and i know the difference of what it means to grow your own to what you buy in the store and it is really really nice big difference it is refreshing to know what you grow on your own and what you obtain from it and i'm saying that from experience now to incorporate that with your expertise in a plant-based diet and to really you and the connection we have and what we're building also makes it even more powerful that the relationships you build with the people that you trust most and who you're learning from impacts and will continue to highly impact your life in such ways where the encouragement is there, whether you're there or not with me, Daniel, I will feel like you're there with me. Man, that's awesome, man. I appreciate that. It's the truth. That's amazing. Thank you again. And, uh, Hold the line, and we'll have a quick chat before we go on with our day. All right, man. Sounds good. Thank you to everyone for joining us today live on air with, St with Stephen Cuoco. I was about to say with Daniel Shazer, but we were. We we are live with Daniel Shazer. DeShazer. Uh, Mr. Dap Gold, D-A-P-G-O-L-D. Mr. Daniel DeShazer, 2020 USA National Team Member and Olympic Hopeful, two-time NCAA champion and four-time All-American, three-time high school state champ out of Wichita, Kansas, currently training with Gopher Wrestler Club in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where he currently resides. Remember, all great things, Daniel DeShazer, Dap Gold, at Dap Gold, D-A-P-G-O-L-D, Head on over to his Instagram. Looking forward to obtaining future tips and insight into healthy eating. And uh, I definitely want to take my food and what I cook and what I make to the next level. Ryan Murphy, gold medalist, Olympic swimmer. Ryan Murphy, Monday, January 20th, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, second time on live on air with Stephen Cuoco, all things Power 98.5 satellite radio, commercial free, power985.com. Download the app, tune in on Alexa. Have a great day, everyone. Socials and let's connect.